Now, last week, as we've been studying through the series of uh, the Lord Jesus Christ being our Alpha and Omega of, of all our salvation, you see, he's the, the A to Z and everything in between of our salvation. And uh, last week, we looked at the letter P. And we, just by way of review, I'll just go over that briefly. Why is the Lord Jesus Christ well-pleasing to the Father? Well, he's perfect. Now, that's speaking about his uh, nature as God, but, I mean, inherently, he's perfect. But also, as a man, he became perfect. Uh, That's what we read in Hebrews chapter 5, verse 9, how that he became the author of eternal life. Being made perfect, he became the author of eternal life unto all them that obey him. How do we obey him? We just look and live. We, We believe by God's grace undeservedly in the effectual blood of his son and his righteousness. Uh, He's uh, prosperous. We looked at that. And uh, many of you will be familiar with this passage, how that in Psalm chapter 1, verse 3, it says, Whatsoever he doeth, prosperous. And we know that's talking about no other man except one man, the God-man, the Lord Jesus Christ. This is why we, we love to tell everyone about his faithfulness. You see, the Father gave him commandment, to come into this world to save sinners. And that's exactly what he's done. Uh, We read in other places in God's word about how everything that the Father wants to do prospers in his hands. He's not a want-to-be Savior. He's not a try-to-be Savior. He is the Savior of his people and no other. He's the Savior of his elect. Anybody anxious in this room? They might be saying, am I his elect? Am I his people? If you can find yourself in this blessed verse, 1 Timothy chapter 1, verse 15. Remember what Paul wrote to young Timothy? He said, A faithful saying, and worthy of all acceptation, Christ Jesus came into the world to save sinners. <laughs> what good news. It does not say he came into the world to try to save everybody. He came into the world to save guilty, wretched sinners. A guilty, wretched sinner like you and a guilty, wretched sinner like me. Like me. And not only did we see that he is prosper and that whatever the Father has given him to do, it prospers in his hands. We also saw that he's powerful. He's powerful. And we, we time wouldn't allow us to go through all the scriptures, but briefly... In Matthew chapter 28, the risen Lord Jesus Christ said to some who believed him and some that were doubting, he said that that he's received all power in heaven and earth. And then he gives that commission to go preach the gospel to every creature. Therefore, go and preach the gospel to every creature. And in John chapter 17, he says that the Father has given him power over all flesh. You flesh? (laughs) I'm flesh. He has power over you. How come? To give eternal life to all those the Father gave him in the covenant of his grace. And because of his doing and dying, this is what we looked at last week, God the Father is faithful and just to forgive us our sins and to cleanse us from all unrighteousness. And then that last point we looked at, how he's plenteous in mercy. That perpetual fount of pardon found in Emmanuel's veins, in in the veins of the Lord Jesus Christ. And if we confess our sins, and we do, beloved, we confess our sins, and because of the blood and righteousness of His Son, 
God is plenteous in mercy. Indeed, He is faithful and just to forgive us our sins and to cleanse us for all, from all unrighteousness. Now, today we'll be looking at the letter Q. And some of you might be thinking, Joseph, you're stuck, man. <laughs> good, good luck with that. Well, let me just look at a... F- we don't have as many points as we no- would normally with the letter P or some of the other letters. But I'd like to just look at uh, three, three, three points, and I trust they, they will comfort you and bless you as you consider him who loved us and washed us of all our sins in his precious blood. The first point is this. The blessed Savior is, is blessed because his quiver is full. <laughs> he has a, a quiver that's full. The Lord Jesus Christ is the blessed Savior whose quiver is full. Look what it says in Psalm 127. And now I've, I've been around uh, homeschooler crowds and I've been around uh, Christian families that are quite large. And certainly it is talking about the blessing of having children. Just because just before there it talks about how children are a heritage of the Lord. But it's speaking about here about the greater David, about the Lord Jesus Christ. And it says here in Psalm 127, verse 5, Happy is the man that hath his quiver full of them. They shall not be ashamed, but they shall speak with the enemies in the gate. And the Lord Jesus Christ, speaking about his children, he tells us in Hebrews chapter 2, verse 13, Behold, the the children, Father. They're all here with me. They're all present. Not one of them is missing. And so... It's, it's repeated over and over and over again how the Lord Jesus Christ is a sovereign, successful Savior. Many of you are familiar with this passage. Uh, I, I love to repeat all of God's Word, but there's some verses I like to park on a little bit more than others. He tells us the Father's will. Now, I always mess up. You're in, it's Indera, right? Indara. Indera. I'm going to say it with an American accent. I'm sorry. But in Dara, you know, you ask just people in general, what's the Father's will? Would you like to know the Father's will? And God's people, sinners, undeservedly saved by the grace of God, we can tell them the truth. It's, it's more true than the ground you're walking on. This is the Father's will. And, and, and the Apostle John, our brother John, a real-life man who is an eyewitness to all everything the Lord Jesus Christ said and did. And this is what he wrote down. And yes, a man wrote it, but it, it was inspired by the Holy Spirit. In John chapter 6, verse 39, the Lord Jesus Christ said, This is the Father's will, He who sent me, that of all that He has given me, I'll amplify it for you, all that He has given me in the covenant, the agreement, the contract of His grace, I shall lose nothing. That is to say, every blessed soul that the Father purposed to save through the blood and righteousness of His Son, He shall save, and He shall not fail. And that comforts our hearts to know that the one we're trusting in is not a Savior who tries, but ever so blessedly a Savior who... Can you figure out the next word, Matt? Shall. That's throughout the scriptures. We call his name Jesus, for he shall save his people from their sins. And his people are real sinners. They're not wannabe sinners. They're not pretended sinners. They're people that that know that whenever they're in any room, they're the worst person there in God's sight. But 
But thank God, His Son, Jesus Christ, through the merits of His blood and His righteousness, I'm clothed with perfection. (laughs) I'm clothed with pardon that doesn't lack for anything. Full and complete pardon, full and complete perfection. This is the Father's will which hath sent me, that of all which He hath given me, I should lose nothing, but should raise it up again in the last day. So that's the first thing I want you to think about with the letter Q. (laughs) The Lord Jesus Christ has a full quiver. It's not missing one blessed arrow. The second letter Q, I was thinking about this, and we just read it from our portion. The blessed Savior is coming quickly. The blessed Savior, our Savior, is coming quickly. The Lord Jesus Christ is a Savior who comes quickly, beloved. Three times in the book of Revelation, the Lord declares, Behold, I come quickly. And then the last part of Revelation, it says, He which testify these things saith, Surely I come quickly. And we say, Amen. Even so, come Lord Jesus. The Lord Jesus Christ is the Savior that comes quickly. Now, if you're really heady about this, you'll be thinking about this wrong. Um, our life is a vapor. It goes by like that. You talk to anybody that's 100 or even in their 90s and they'll just say, just, I just blinked and it went by. He's coming quickly. And he'll either be your savior, because remember the scriptures say he's the judge of the quick and the dead. And for those who are dead, they're dead right now. They're dead spiritually. And they're already condemned. That's what John chapter 3 says. They're condemned already. But praise be God for his quickened people. There is therefore now no condemnation, no wrath to those who are in the Lord Jesus Christ, who walk not according to the flesh, but according to the spirit. The Lord Jesus Christ is a savior that comes quickly. And then lastly, the blessed savior quenches all the fiery darts of the wicked. So just to review, his quiver is full. He's coming quickly. And our Lord and God, Jesus Christ, he's our our faithful shield and he quenches all the fiery darts of the wicked. And that means the wicked one, Indara, the wicked one. There is a wicked one. And yes, I know (laughs) this wickedness is here in the heart. But that accuser of the brethren who brings thoughts to your minds, he sends all these fiery darts. The Apostle Paul writes in Ephesians chapter 6, verse 16, Above all, beloved, taking the shield of faith, wherewith ye shall be able to quench all the fiery darts of the wicked. Remember what the Lord said to Abraham? He said, Fear not, Abram, I am thy shield and thy exceeding great reward. You see that there? Beloved, the Lord is our great shield which shall quench all the fiery darts of the wicked. Does that accuser of the brethren whisper in your ear, condemned, condemned, condemned? Beloved, the shield of our faith declares, there is therefore now no condemnation. No condemnation. No condemnation to them which are in Christ Jesus, who walk not after the flesh, but after the Spirit. No wrath, no condemning judgment. Does the accuser of old say, who shall deliver such a miserable, guilty wretch like you? 
Who's going to deliver you? You're, people don't know you. You're such a sorry mess. And you see everything you're doing. That's what the new man sees all the time, isn't it, beloved? The new man always sees what the old man's doing. And none of it's good. That's why Paul cried out, In my flesh no good thing dwells. So does that accuser of old say, Who shall deliver such a miserable, guilty wretch like you? Beloved, the shield of our faith declares, Thank God. (laughs) Thank God. Deliverance is through Jesus Christ our Lord. Our advocate, Jesus Christ, the righteous judge, the righteous judge, the one who shall not fail to save his people from all their sins. He came into the world to save his people, not to try to save them, but to save his people. Now, I'm just taking this from portions you know very well. And for example, in Romans chapter seven, this is what the apostle Paul cried out. He cried out there in verse 24, O wretched man that I am. Miserable de mi, he says in Spanish. I'm miserable. And he says, Who shall deliver me from the body of this death? And then in verse 25, he says, I thank God my deliverance is through Jesus Christ our Lord. So then with the mind, I myself serve the law of God, but with the the flesh, the law of sin. And then in verse 1, I just read this to you a moment ago. He writes that verse 1 in chapter 8. There is therefore now no condemnation to them which are in Christ Jesus, who walk not after the flesh, but after the Spirit. Our advocate, the Lord Jesus Christ, beloved, is the one who shall not fail to save his people from all their sins. Does the evil one send that fiery dart? You, a child of God? Ha! You, the object of God's salvation? Was God's Son sent into the world to save such a one as you? I could press that question to every single one of you. Was God's Son sent into the world to save such a one as you? Well, that depends. Joseph Hart, in his hymn, A Sinner, A Sacred Thing, he pens these stanzas. To understand the gospel aright, this grand distinction should be known. Though all are sinners in God's sight... There are but few so in their own. To such as these our Lord was sent. There are only sinners who repent. What comfort can a Savior bring to those who never felt their woe? Ah, but a real sinner is a sacred thing. The Holy Ghost hath made him so. And so, my friend, know this. This is a faithful saying, worthy of all acceptation. That Christ Jesus came into the world to save sinners. And the Apostle Paul, St. Paul said, of whom I am chief. Beloved, our Lord is coming quickly. He's coming quickly for all of his people. And all the arrows that comprise his quiver, not one blessed arrow will be missing. Not one. Not one blessed sheep, not one blessed lamb will be missing. For he says, behold, I and the children which God hath given me. And then lastly, remember our shield of faith, beloved. Whenever the wicked one sends those fiery darts, don't bring any of your own railing words against him. 
Rather, simply say, Thus saith the Lord. Does one of his wicked ministers dispute with you over the body of Moses and say, Except ye be circumcised after the manner of Moses, ye cannot be saved? Or except you do this, or except you do that after the manner of the law, you cannot be saved? Or whatever other condition they put on it. Beloved, the Lord has already rebuked him. He's already rebuked the wicked. <laughs> and his word has power. And, and what a blessed rebuke. Um, I'll conclude with this. We read in Acts chapter 15. and verse 10. Why tempt ye God? to put a yoke upon the neck of the disciples, which neither our fathers nor we were able to bear. But we believe that through the grace of the Lord Jesus Christ, we Jews shall be saved even as these Gentiles. Did you hear that, beloved? I'll, I'll say it slow. <laughs> because, you know, we're just... Uh, well, I'll just speak for myself. I'm just a dumb sheep. And I need to hear it slow. I need to hear it slow. <laughs> Through the grace of the Lord Jesus Christ, beloved, we shall be saved. <laughs> Isn't that good? It doesn't depend upon you, Allison. It doesn't depend on, upon you, Gail, James, Matt, Indara, Levi, Sandra. <laughs> no dependability. <laughs> as they say in Spanish. It doesn't depend on you. It depends on Him, God's well-pleasing Son, the captain of our salvation, the author and finisher of our faith. Isn't it good that we know these, and we know a little bit, and we pray we're growing in the grace and the knowledge of the Lord Jesus Christ, but I'm so thankful for all the precious jewels of His Word that He's hidden in our hearts and His the jewels of His precious people. We all know these verses. How, how is it we know them? Because the Lord is the one who's the author and finisher of our faith. And he causes us to grow bit by bit so that we can quote from John, I think it's John 19, verse 30. He says, it is finished. What is he talking about? The salvation of his people. And in glory, he says the same thing in Revelation 21, verse 6. It is done. Would you like the translation, Endara? Ya está hecho. Ya está hecho. Tan salvación que no falta nada. <laughs> it's, it's when Paul says rejoice. And again I say rejoice. And if this morning once again our eyes are off our sorry selves and once again upon our blessed Savior, uh, I know you have words unspeakable <laughs> to describe the, the one who shall save us from our sins. Amen.